podcast. Blurgoth, Blurgoth, he's our man. If he can't do it, fuck. I regret, I regret what I just did. Just so you know. <laughs> you know what you don't see either in the abyss or you know, hell? Janitors. They have no fucking janitors there. Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's the wacky wave waving in front of the wall. <laughs> what's wrong that, with what's wrong with pineapple? That adds to it. pineapple. It makes it taste good. Does it? I'm, from what I'm told. I mean, I do like pineapple. I mean, I'll, I will sacrifice my mouth by letting it burn via pineapple juices uh, and chill the can. So, uh, any other questions, Chris? Or do you have you do you Is know how much money it's going to take? Yeah. Do you know? Do you have an answer? Can we start the episode now? Welcome to another episode of Outside the Stat Block. I am Ben. Chris does not like Fear Factor. <laughs> no. If you are just listening to us for the first time, or you are a repeat listener, you can find us at outsidethestatblock.com, where you can send us. Uh, questions or stories anything you'd like us to say on the podcast you can find us on twitter at ots block facebook at outside the stat block uh and uh you know hey thanks for showing up how are you guys doing today i am doing well i am doing pretty good actually all things considered that's uh oh I'll- yeah that's right hold on wait wait <clears throat> i'm jesse the tabletop gut crusher you, uh, you, Chris? It's good to see you, Tabletop Gut uh, oh, Crusher. I'm yeah. glad you're doing well. Oh, thank you. Uh, Chris, um, uh, Tabletop Nut Busher. Uh, wow, there's a lot that's happened in like the last three seconds, and I'm just not equipped to deal with this. Uh, so it, it it's not very often in our... <laughs> It's not very often in our episodes. We'll give Jesse time to recover so I can talk to Chris. So it's not very often in our episodes where uh, I ask you how you're doing, Chris, and it's not, I haven't drank in my Red Bull yet. Yeah. Where the fuck did I put my Red Bull? Or, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. This is a weird turn. I'm, like, almost happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't mean to laugh at that, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was comical. Um, I mean, it might it might have something to do with the fact that like uh, I found out that I have pretty much a guaranteed uh, future job on the horizon, which means I can leave the terrible job that I'm sure all twelve of our listeners are sick of me <laughs> bitching about. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if we had thirteen listeners and we just didn't recognize that thirteenth. That thirteenth per. I'm sorry, number. We know 13. who you are. Thirteen. Yeah, You're no, out there. No, yep. You know who you are. You fuck. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize 13 was Jerry. We don't. <laughs> Dumb motherfucker. Fuck you. Just kidding. We love you. We have yeah. a listener number 13 on a ban list. He ran into my car. You know who number 13 is? I bet number 13. So, um, Chris, you weren't here for this. It was a random day, but I was using DoorDash because fucking COVID, right? Yeah. Uh, so I was using DoorDash, and I have uh, two addresses saved in my DoorDash app, right? I have right. my own address, and then I have jesse's address right. so i fucking sent something to jesse's address i was really mad it was cold outside i come to like uh i talk to the guy he's um i, I tell him i'll go pick it up because jesse doesn't live far from me and then i uh i got i parked my car just on the side of the street left it running ran up to the porch to grab it some dude driving by just yells you fat fuck and just keeps going that's number 13 yeah. that motherfucker that stupid fucking well i mean Fuck that dude for being rude, but thanks for listening, I guess. He wasn't wrong, because I did... (laughs) 
he, he wasn't wrong because it was from IHOP, and I had the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity with a country fried okay, steak Okay, but meal. hold on. Yeah, I was say if we're going to talk about IHOP, I'm incapable of eating only one meal at a time at IHOP because, like, one of their things is not enough. Yeah, right, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't seem like IHOP gives enough food. Yeah. It's just too small. This is a food podcast now. Welcome to Outside the Meal Box. <laughs> what do you normally get when you go to IHOP? Uh, I usually get the um, big fuck-off bunch of food plate. The uh, whatever it is. Lumber, the one that's... Lumberjack. The Lumberjack. Yeah. Lumberjack slam. And um, the uh, Bacon Temptation omelet. Bacon Temptation omelet's really good. Yeah. Jesse, do you go to IHOP a lot? Uh, no. Oh. Well... Uh, that was our segment about uh, food and IHOP, and uh, I feel like we're being judged for our IHOP addiction. Listen, Door- DoorDash only has so much, you know, so many restaurants. IHOP's a lot of them, I guess. I mean, and I work in a diner, so I don't know why I wanted breakfast food, but I did. Um, but it was really rude of that motherfucker just to yell, "Ya fat fuck!" as I was just going to pick up my double meal for myself that I was going to eat, crying on my bed alone. Very fucking rude, and. Um, I think, you know, being rude. Wait, is that why it was so salt? Like, you, you gave me some of that, and it was very salty. Is that why it was so salty? It was the just... The tears. It was lathed in your tears. Well, uh, it w- there were supposed to be extra crispy crispy hash browns, but if you didn't notice, they were just a little on the soggy end. And um, I don't know if this is funny or sad. <laughs> We'll, f- we'll find out. I don't know. Let's find out next week. <laughs> find out. Ben cried on his food in episode 27. I don't know what it's going to be. Um, but yeah, what a rude asshole. And I think um, that you know situation kind of got, uh, got me thinking that we could talk about. Uh, uh, actually, you know what? I'm taking credit for that. Chris really thought about this. We could talk about editing. Oh, no, that editing. was editing. Yeah, no. Talk about editing. I'll fucking talk about it. It sucks. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about um, etiquette. Not edit, editing, etiquette. Yeah. Etiquette. Yeah. So how not to be an asshole. Yeah. Don't. So number 13, listen up, dum-dum. Right. Yeah. All right. So the first thing is when you all sit down at the table, you look at the heaviest person and you don't yell, you fat fuck at them. Yeah. Right. Not no. okay. Not, right. a, not a great way to ingratiate yourself to the table. I think there's so much, since it is a social game, I think there's so much that goes into etiquette, right? Especially if you are not the host. If yeah. you are not hosting, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're hosting, you're going to have your own rules and everything set yeah. in place. House place. rules, right? Put yeah. shit where it belongs. Mm-hmm. Take your shoes off. Simple shit like that. Yeah. This is if you're going somewhere else. What's the proper fucking etiquette? Like, oh, God. What's the first I... thing you do when you go into someone else's house? Take your shoes off. Yeah. I mean, take Until your shoes off. Until they tell you you don't. Just take your shoes off. <laughs> yeah, just be cool. Which is every so I have it at my place. The the part uh, Ben's game uh, is at my place, and so far everybody's been really cool and has had um, very good manners for the most part. Um, but yeah, no, I just wanted to say like this isn't anything that I say isn't a complaint about them or you know anyone from that game. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, Take your shoes off when you walk into someone's house uh, and you don't know better. <laughs> right. Uh, so, okay, well, but what do you do if someone has really, really raunchy feet? Okay. You talk to them. Yeah, no, like, for real, that's, that's, <laughs> like, no, that seriously, that's another thing for, like, table etiquette. For D&D especially, because you're sitting around a table of potentially unknown size with anywhere between three to five other people, wash your fucking everything. Yep. All of it. If you stank, stick some soap in there. 
Do it. You're nasty. Say it with me, guys. Hygiene. Hi, oh, hi, Jesse. <laughs> hi, Who the fuck is Gene? Oh, that's my alter ego. Oh, he's weird. a game show host. But yeah, no, for real. Like, it's crucial. It, don't be. Don't do that. Uh, we will post on Twitter a 10-step tutorial on how to shower. If you want to see that, that'll be some great content for it'll, you. It'll be extremely detailed. It is not safe for work. Uh, Jesse and I made the video a couple days ago. I was not made aware of this. Oh, we didn't think it would be appropriate for you to edit it. So, wow. So we, we All right. That, we took that away. We took it away from your virgin eyes. Yeah. Okay. I think we um, saw enough of Jesse's nipple in, the, in his three fucking his one, one third, third shirt. shirt. <laughs> oh, do we? Do we? Have oh, uh, by the way, um, once again. <laughs> yeah. Thank once you again, our sponsor for this episode is once again one third shirts. <laughs> Jesse's not wearing his today because it's fucking cold out. But uh, one third shirts get a whole third of a shirt at half the price. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. So I guess the oh, first step would block. be fucking oh, shower. Oh, first step is make shower. Then come and take your shoes off so you don't yeah. have the stinky tootsies. And then um, I think the next thing is uh, use oh, the bathroom. You gotta brush your, your brush your teeth too. But yeah, I yeah, think that's, that's included. Yep, yeah, that's included in the in the don't stank. And yeah. then um, when you get there though, you're gonna want to use the bathroom immediately because you definitely need to mark your territory or else the dice aren't gonna roll well. Wait, what? Yeah. It, and then if I mean, you don't the, use the bathroom when you first. What helps to hold? Well, what <laughs> helps is um, would I always recommend. Get a little bit of pee on your fingers, and then just circle out your area. No one ever crosses the line. Uh, it's the it's just like salt with witches. Ah, um, no, no, can't can't say that that's a that's a practice I follow. Oh, speaking of restrooms, uh, don't shit yourself at the fucking table, everybody, because goddamn, did someone shit that themselves. wasn't me. Someone that was did. not me. It was now, listen, so bad. I was pretty gassy <laughs> during last episode, right? But it wasn't me. I was specifically timing them out, just like I do at work. <laughs> No, I, I so, uh, to avoid I, any. I caught know. I caught yours like a couple of them. Uh, Steven and I made eye contact, and I thought that it was you, but I didn't call you out on it. That stank ass one though. I don't know who the fuck did that, but someone yeah, no, legitimately was... dropped a Hershey kiss in the fucking drawers. <laughs> maybe, wow, that is. <laughs> maybe someone has a slow air leak. Maybe it's like a, you know, it's just naturally like a gas vein in the earth just kind of you know opened up they just tap all right so it. so that's enough about farts i think yes oh all, okay also this is okay so on a serious note if you're gonna one. have a bowel movement uh just fucking like go to the bathroom just yeah i i just i would actually me personally i ask if anybody needs to go to the bathroom I'm gonna. I say, hey, just does anyone warn, need warn to a use motherfucker? The yeah, because I mean, you're one. Like, I just want to be polite about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so uh, we've covered steps one through three of proper etiquette. What's yeah. uh, what's another one? So uh, it it kind of depends game to game, but like for longer games, uh, something to always consider, especially if you're a guest, is uh, like food. Yep. Is like. Is this uh, like a six-hour session? Like, is that the regular? Like, do you got? Is there a snack rotation? Like, don't be that one asshole that never brings food. If everybody else brings food, don't be that guy. Yeah. Don't be that dude that never helps pay for lunch or dinner or whatever. Like, 
And if you can't, that's fine. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Um, just like don't don't partake in the food. Like if you're if you're never gonna contribute, then it's gonna be a bad look. Yeah. Unless it's you know specifically said otherwise. Like people end up on hard times. And if one yeah. of my friends was on hard times, like there's no way in hell I would say you can't have any. Yeah. I would say sure. Um, but I mean, it's just don't expect it. Yeah. And if you're not going to contribute, like never expect it. Or like I wouldn't even ask. Like yeah. that's, you know. Um, yeah. And you know, it's and if you didn't pay for it, don't fucking take the last pizza pizza. <laughs> Who yeah. does that? Don't take the last cheesy bread. Don't eat the last chip. Don't. Yeah. Don't eat the last of anything. If you if didn't buy it, yeah, save the last. If it's not your, yeah, it. it's the person that bought it gets that last. Yeah. savory we've done it uh we've done food a, a couple ways like right yeah. sometimes we'll have like someone Some, will just be yeah, like hey we'll just, i just brought all this shit for yeah, everybody i just bought a whole pile of food sometimes yeah. we'll plan it out and then and sometimes we'll just have and like, sometimes a like mid-game somebody orders pizza <laughs> yeah <laughs> like someone uh during uh the first break goes to little caesars with one of the other players brings it all back and it smells delicious and then yep. doesn't ask yeah and i know who, who would there. do that what a what a couple of you guys heads. didn't ask me if i wanted any pizza <laughs> i would give you five dollars for little caesars <laughs> yeah chris to be to i be, am with you and then you spit ben. all over the cheese bread it was part of the rp <laughs> okay to be fair i had no idea that we were going to little caesars until we were halfway there <laughs> wait where did you think you were going walmart we, no, just for a ride oh okay yeah i guess get some coffee some fresh air yeah, yeah, and no, I don't think I told him. He at literally all. didn't tell me, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, I, I like mentioned something about food," and he was like, "Oh, I'm going to Little Caesars." I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll get some Little Caesars." <laughs> Man, I really wish, like, in situations like that, there was like some way, some like, way to communicate, communicate. <laughs> over distance, yeah, cellularly, even yeah. wireless. I mean, those satellites got to be doing something up there. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I must know. not have gotten not, the message again. I'm not I don't good know. with technology. I don't know how this stuff works. You're yeah. probably apparently not. You, you want Chris's Red Bulls? Excuse me. Is, did, would Chris ever Mine. share his Red Bull? He no. did once. <laughs> did once. I still haven't. Have I replaced that Red Bull yet? Yes, I did. Oh, okay, cool. All right, now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> All right, Ben, you're talking a lot, which brings me on to my next point. Which sure. Is spotlight. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Damn. Coming from. Wow. <laughs> Oof. Uh, big oof. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Um, it's funny because it's me. <laughs> okay, Yolrick, uh, it's uh, your turn to RP. The table is yours. Thank you. Sup? <laughs> There's no NPCs around. Ah, I'm just gonna sit in silence. This will be good audio medium. So this, this You wanted the floor I gave it to you this, So this There's, what there's the, the Well yeah. What just happened there Is uh, The word What like There's two extremes Of terribleness And that's one of them uh, Is Just like In general Like I understand that people Can be shy But like Don't just Sit at the table All weird like And never communicate or, Yeah Like Come on now It's a social game You gotta be social Take the jump yeah. Nothing, nothing bad. It, it's yeah. scary. I understand. Yeah. What, it, the jump. what it comes down to is even if you're not familiar with the people at the table, you guys are all like enjoying like doing this thing that you guys all enjoy that is a little weird 
to people that haven't done it before because you're you're literally sitting at a table playing pretend with your friends, you know, and to uh, like sitting down for the first time. It can be a little awkward sometimes, but oh, yeah, just jump in because there isn't a single person at a t- at that table that is going to say anything like. I don't know. That's going to make you feel bad about what you're trying to fucking do with your characters. Right. And don't like, don't even worry that the game is in, you know, one of the gentlemen's clubs in your local town. I mean, it, you got to play where you can play. So, yeah. I mean, just speak up. Uh, I guess D&D used to be like the worst, nerdiest thing you could ever do. Now it's actually getting yeah, traction. It's very like, popular. It's, it's cool now. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't yeah. have to worry about, worry about looking silly or ridiculous. You're all there to do that anyway. You're so literally all in a location playing pretend that like if your concern is about looking cool or being cool or not being cool trust me you you crossed that long time ago like when you first picked up dice in the books and we're like let's play D. yeah you got wicked cool so i mean don't even worry about is that, that even shit. A, is being cool even a thing anymore i no. don't fucking cool? think so no right there's no is there like popular kids at school anymore i don't I know no i'm idea. yeah <laughs> Yeah, like I'm you guys, sure you guys are older than me, and I barely remember high school. <laughs> I, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's a social structure that's. Still I mean, like it's fucking, everywhere, yeah, but I don't. I don't know if it's maybe as like dominant as it was. Who's uh? Who's the popular kid at in the Sunday game? Would you, oh, like who's, that doesn't matter cool, because we're not kid? we're not in high school, so there yeah. that doesn't make sense. It's a it's a subjective construct that's like a man made thing. That yeah, it's is, it's totally false and isn't something oh, that we need. Oh, to, hold uh, on, I'm sorry. Say it again. No, it's no. Funny. Come on. No, I did no. We're doing yes in. Do it. You say. Well, it. no, I was just about to. I yeah. was going to go no, on my I'm rant. You interrupted. No. What, the whole fucking joke is ruined now because I was going to be like, yeah, no, it's absolutely like it's totally a social construct. It's a man-made thing. It's me, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> damn, well, we can edit all that out and then just leave that because that's no, a great answer. No, we're right? definitely not going oh, to. I want them to hear the process. He was having a good day. <laughs> you started off this podcast having a good day. You fucked it up. Damn it. Um, uh, but uh, tra- uh, backing on to or uh, back to the topic of like, don't be too shy, but also learn. Learn when to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like hardcore. Jesse yeah. and I still need to work on that. Absolutely. And it's something <laughs> that I, I try really hard. And I've actually like for okay, Ben knows me very well. And he's actually like complimented me because he can see it that like I will be at a table and I will start talking and I can um, I tend to kind of like take over conversations and I will notice it. And when I notice it, I immediately like will point to another player in the party that usually doesn't talk too much and I'll or I at least know can pick up where I'm leaving off and just be like what do you think and then I will not talk for like a solid like five minutes just so that other because I I hate when I realize like I have been talking for five minutes and like as a uh, kind of what you said like instead of this just being a complete list of like don't do this you asshole like a good bit of like constructive advice for that would be like if you are a person who finds yourself talking a lot at the table a try to become more self-aware of it b if you start to notice it like jesse said literally take take that ball and just throw it to someone else pick the person at the table who's maybe talking the least or looks like they want to talk but they're too shy just give them the ball let them run with it be like what do you think and if anybody tries to interrupt them 
since you're the loudest person at the table, you look at them and you go, you shut the fuck up. I asked them. And that's, see, that's a beautiful thing that you just touched on is that somebody that has a voice that is loud, uh, that, you know, kind of can take over a conversation like that. Uh, there's a lot of times where people are too quiet because they're nervous about uh, messing up or saying the wrong thing or asking the wrong question or something like that, whether they're new or they've been there a while and they're just, a, you know, a little socially unaware or something. Uh, and you can, you know, be somebody that can help try to pull them out of that by saying absolutely exactly what chris said where here what do you think about this situation i don't know well i want to i want to hear what you're thinking you know shut the fuck up jerry yeah (laughs) fuck you jerry (laughs) i find um that when i'm a player like uh I, i do like to i do like to talk a lot um but when I'm a player, I really don't want to do any talking at all. Like, I want to talk. To, uh, but I think that's mainly towards the DM. Like, I want yeah. to talk to the players. Yeah. I've noticed that. Like, yeah. sitting next to you in a game, like, you – and it's awesome. It's fucking great. And I love it. Like, my uh, favorite interactions between our characters in the first uh, campaign that I met you on, which was um, Brute and uh, Court, mm-hmm. like, our characters were – competitive as a motherfucker and would just always like be off doing their own like elbowing each other no you do that no you do it no i bet you won't do that shit yeah down a tunnel wearing heavy armor towards a dragon (laughs) (laughs) totally clueless that there's a dragon there yeah those are the two fighters the fighter and the paladin that's what happens it was it was so fun yeah yeah that kind of stuff uh it's more touching more on the you know the being social at the table like you are, you know, the DM is the one running the show. He is the one that, or they, I should say, are the ones that are calling the shots. You know, the yes and no's or the roll the dice for this or that. But remember that at the end of the day, they're just guiding you. The people that are on your side of the table, they're your party members. They're your friends. In order for everything to work as a cohesive unit, you need to talk to them. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. and if you are really like, if you are extremely shy and you are totally afraid of saying anything, the first thing you can do to try to break that bubble is ask a, like one of the experienced players at the table because you can always generally tell. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Ask them a question that you don't know the answer to. Like if there's yeah. a you know spell mechanic, like just ask them a question and you can do it quietly, like subtly, while something else is going on, just to kind of break that barrier just and to break get comfortable that talking to the people. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, I, yeah. I, I, so there's a couple other things that I want to jump on. So I'm hoping that we can kind of, I don't know, maybe like go over them real quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Um, yeah, I also have one. Too, I have so a yeah, go. good, sweet. Um, so the next one I want to talk about was space at the table. <laughs> Yep. When you're sitting around a table, um, no matter what size it is, uh, you know, it's broken up by however many people are in the ta- at the table. And the DM always gets the most space because they have the most stuff and they have to have their shit set up so that yeah. everybody can be fun and they can run the game right. Yep. Um, just make sure you're sharing the goddamn table. Like when you're sitting at the table and there's other people around the table, don't take up the whole fucking table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, admittedly, a lot of that, like it, it is still, there is still a, a courtesy to it, but a lot of that is like size dependent. Right. Cause like, right. I've, I've played at some big tables, but mm-hmm. even still at larger tables, like that doesn't mean spread your shit out 
right. all over the area. Like, still try to keep yourself contained, you know? There, there's no need for it. Especially, like, if your DM is, uh, you know, one of the DMs that does, like, either they draw, like, just a regular flat battle map, or if they go the extra mile and, like, build terrain or something. Like, mm-hmm. don't take up the whole fucking table so that when it comes time for the terrain to come down, it's like a 40-minute process because you have to move all your fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. Treat it like fucking coach on an airplane, right? Yeah. You hate that dude that takes the fuck your armrest. Yeah. And you try to you fucking elbow fight with him the whole time. Yeah. Right. You just treat it like coach on an airplane. Yeah. Right? It's like coach. Don't take what's not yours. You have a very finite amount of space. Use it to the best of your ability. Exactly. And that's... The, you said it best. Use it to the best of your ability and it's a finite amount of space. Because when, like... it. It does suck, like, when yeah. you sit at a table. We're three bigger dudes, yep. and when we sit at a table, we do tend to take up some space, and it sucks when it, we only have a little space, but you know what the trade-off is? Is that I get to play D&D, so I will only have what's necessary on the table yeah. when I have limited space. That, that <laughs> I think, is the biggest thing, is keep, what, keep your necessary stuff on the table. Like, if you... Like, feel free to bring all your books and shit, but they don't all need to be on the table, especially Mm -hmm. not because there's a solid chance, like solid chance, your DM already has them out. Right, right. You don't need them out. You don't. Nope. Um, I mean, and and if you know there's going to be less space, then... Come prepared. Fucking pack lighter, bro. Get a backpack. Keep it on the floor next to you. You can have your character sheet and dice out, and you can pull from your bags. Yeah, pretty much. I have... I have my dice, and I have the little fucking folder that all of my character sheets live in. The character sheet comes out of the folder, the folder gets closed, and the sheet goes on top of the folder, and my dice are right next to it. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice, neat. Share your space. Share the fucking space. Stop taking up so much of the fucking table. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the next one is uh, when you're leaving the place. Clean up. Oh, yeah, clean your shit. Yeah, and this is something that everybody does a great job at here. Um, And every now and then I'll just ask some. I have a dumpster downstairs, and uh, all I do is I'll, like, if we had a bunch of pizzas, I'll just ask a couple guys to grab the pizza box and throw them out in the dumpster on the way down, and no one ever has a problem. I never have to clean up. Actually, I think there was a... Um, one time where someone left like a drink on oh, yeah. my it windowsill, was like Zach or Steven, like in the very next week, they were like, I am so sorry about that. And I'm like, dude, it never happens. You're good. Yeah. No. Well, I just, I know I mean to clean up after myself and I forgot about it. Like on my way home. I'm sorry. I don't know about you guys, especially since you, you don't leave your house. Right. I mean, that's worded weird. Like we leave your house during the game. You yeah. still are here. Um, where, like, I don't know if you guys do this, but I'm always like, hey, like, do we live a mess? Or is there anything you need help cleaning up? Mm-hmm. Like, and generally the answer is no, because everyone usually grabs yeah, their shit. So we, shit yeah. we have a pretty good party. Yeah. But, I mean, get in the habit of doing that. Like, before yeah. you leave, if you're not in a rush or you have to, and you have, like, a couple extra yeah, minutes, you've you got like, a hey, sec. Yeah, is there no, anything we can clean up? And I really appreciate it. That's just being polite. That's happening. Yeah, that's, yeah. like, that's just general, like, being in someone else's house etiquette, in- which, like... I feel like we shouldn't have to add on this, but I want to anyway. Just, you're in someone else's fucking home. It's their space. You know, it's their personal stuff. Like, you know, be cool. Respect it. You know, go out of your way not to hurt their shit, scratch their stuff, trash their stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's in, I don't think we really have to 
like weigh on that. I think for the most not, part, not too much, but not too uh, much. Like, I, th- I think Chris, I think you nailed on your head. You, we shouldn't have to say it, but this does happen in a lot of D and D games. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. some dirty D and D players, just like yeah. there are just some normal dirty people throughout life. Right. So I mean, you know. It does have to be said. I don't think we need to harp on it too much. Right, nah. right. Yeah, I, I, I trust all of our listeners. You, you, I don't know you all, but you, I bet you're decent people. You clean up after that yourselves. Dirty fucking fat 13. Yeah. <laughs> Except what? for 13. <laughs> Fuck you. So this is what irks me. Don't body shame him. That's rude. <laughs> so what irks you, Ben? Right now, Jesse. <laughs> no, I, I, lo- uh, I love you so much. <laughs> uh, so this fucking irks me and i think uh it might be jumping ahead but this is something that happens in game where okay so as a dm i'm not i'm never going to intentionally give one player one thing that gives that player an advantage over the party right to expand on that i am going to give like i will give one specific player something that will benefit the party not that one player yeah i'm not talking about a special magic item what i'm talking about and it generally comes into i will give a piece of information to one player because it is the answer for the party Mm -hmm. and that one player earned the answer and then that one player doesn't share the fucking answer with the party. Keeps a goddamn secret for who God knows know what fucking reason. No idea why they goddamn do it. Just, you okay over there, Jesse? Yeah, you're, no, you're dying I, over there. Yeah, don't keep <laughs> secrets at the fucking table. Secrets don't make friends. Friends yeah. don't make secrets. Nah, yeah, no, there's it, no reason for it. It just makes it so much harder, especially like when we fucking like end up spending a whole session like going off doing something that. You know, I mean, a good DM like you, Ben, you will be able to adapt and still have like a really cool session, but we will do nothing to move the story forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. And actually, there's a. Uh, That's happened more than once. There's actually one time <laughs> in particular I can remember where you even were able to adapt to move the story forward. And it was something that you had, you did not prepare for, and you prepared like a nine hour session that day, and you didn't prepare for it, and we were still able to like move the narrative forward. And then like we, I think halfway through, like we regrouped, and that's when we found out like a lot of um, the history to our characters and what was... You know, a little hint of oh, what was yeah, going on. Oh, yeah, on. the side story session. Right, yeah, no, yeah, I remember right. that a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a yeah. good session. Yeah, no, that it ended up being a really fun session. So that's, uh, that's actually something I think we it's uh, probably a good way to kind of close on this. Because uh, Jesse and I have done a lot of talking uh, from what is a majority like a player perspective. But Ben, you're kind of the forever DM. Uh, like, from your perspective, if you could ask things of your players as far as like etiquette goes is there anything you'd request of them or want of a, like the ideal player that we've not yet covered can i squeeze in here to say one last thing yeah go for it okay the one last thing was uh respect for the game out of session so if your dm does this amazing job uh describing this beautiful world and this awesome campaign all the way up to this big bad and then does a great job describing this encounter and how it's about to start and you're about to roll initiative and he stops the game don't go home and fucking look up the stats and shit like that because i mean one oh a good dm will 
change those stats according to the players at the table to make it a fun and challenging game. Um, but don't go and be like, okay, I'm going to look that up. Now I know how many hit points it has. I know what yeah. attacks it has. I know what weaknesses it has. Like that just, that's not fun. That's that out of game fucking metagame. Yeah, it's fun shit. for me. If I know that they're doing it, yeah, and then oh, I'm I say, sure it is. "All right, now they use their breath weapon, and it's just an ogre, and then they shit their fucking pants." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> ogres don't have breath weapons. Uh, that is, yeah, that's actually a good one. Uh, just in general, like uh, either you know, don't look them up, or if you happen to know them, like Ben and I are pretty familiar with, I would say, a decent majority of a lot of the creatures in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if and if you too are relatively familiar with the creatures or decent enough at sussing out what they might be as far as their weaknesses and stuff, you keep keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Don't matter game. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah, it's it, it just, ruins it for other people. It, it really, really does. It really does. And don't get me wrong, when I first started, I was a completionist for like video games. So when I first started D&D, I thought I had a beat D&D before I realized that it was like an amazing role-playing game that you play with your friends and you create the story with everybody including the dm and you're not playing against anybody anyways um i was totally that person that would go home and be like oh this is okay now i know the stats and when i stopped doing that and i started going into battles not knowing what except for what my character knew i found that the role playing was way easier and it was just way more fun you know, yeah. which is why I try to switch the monsters up for you guys in my game. Like, I try to make it. I want you guys to be able to have that fun, and you guys know yeah. all the fucking monsters. So, <laughs> especially the early game monsters. Mm, yeah. Uh, so, from a DM perspective, one thing um, I think when we started our Sunday game, I think there was a good understanding. By uh, session zero, when I sat down, said all like, hey, this is the expectations for me. These are the expectations for you. Answer any questions you guys had. I think that was um, when we did that, you guys responded to it so well that I don't think we have this issue in the group currently. But in previous games, I've had this issue where now DMs. There are a lot of different types of DMs out there, right? There's the last-minute DMs. There's the halfway prep DMs. There's the yeah. I'm going to write every single answer to every th- question these players can you know, have, and then you still don't write down enough because uh, <laughs> players will surprise you. Um, I'm somewhere kind of like in that middle. I'll get a uh, – after the session – I'll get like a thought process on how I want the next one to kind of be themed or flavored. And I'll slowly like just think about it throughout, you know, uh, the week. And then I'll sit down maybe a day or two before I'll jot down whatever session notes I'm going to need. And then I'll, I'll go from there. Sometimes I don't even need session notes because I have a thorough understanding of what, you know, what's going to happen. But uh, when you are starting a game, what irks me is when players like I'm going to put in a decent amount of time and effort into this game. Yeah, I bring props sometimes. I'll draw yeah. maps, right? I'm taking my time out of my week to do that. If a player yeah. is doing nothing but bringing a character sheet and dice and then leaving and does nothing on the in-between, especially when it's like in-between some like major events in the story, um, then it just it kind of pisses me off. Like there's no effort put in at all. Yeah. You guys oh, like yeah. – so like, like let's take our background thing. Like, I, we sat down and we went through everyone's background individually. Like, we kind of 
came up with it for the most part you everything was from you but uh, you answered any questions i had about it you took the time and the effort to expand on a background and not just have something very basic and that helped you know the game a lot to help me a lot to tell me like who your characters are and i think it allowed you guys to pull the rp out of your characters even better than if you haven't had done it yeah like that effort is what i'm looking for as a dm you know taking the time and the expectations that the dm sets for the players and actually following through with them is very big for me yeah that's that yeah that's that's a good one so don't don't just do nothing yeah don't half-ass it all right. you need players is 10%. 10% effort into the game, and then your DM will be very, very happy. All boils down All boils down to respect. I yep, think that's just, what etiquette yeah. boils down to. It's just yep. respect everyone else's respect time the, and space. Respect the space, respect the players, respect the DM, respect all the time that is spent on both sides of the table involved in all that. And I cannot state this enough. Most crucially, most importantly, above all things, wash your asshole. Just wash or wash it. Just get a, bed, get a boudet. Right? Do you guys have your own boudets? Right? I've used yours, Jesse. It's yeah. very nice. I like that Thank you have you. warm water in I yours. I installed it myself. Uh, Chris's boudet, I really like your like uh, side handle, and I like the fact that it has a switch attached to it. That's, That's really weird. Fun. When did you Chris get to recy- my house? Chris is, a- <laughs> Chris is, is actually uh, recyclable. Oh, <laughs> what? How the fuck did you just How say? the fuck? What words did you just, just come out of your Recyclable? mouth? Recyclable? You can yeah. recycle the boudet? Yeah. It's porcelain, motherfucker. How are no, you recycling it? No, not the porcelain. It? Like, it's how it cleans you. Oh, gross. Oh. <laughs> oh. It turns it into bottle no, water. And? <laughs> and? 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 Now, welcome to the segment where we both question about it. I'm still stuck on, and I'm still stuck on the porcelain toilet thing, and now it's gonna recycle your the water in the porcelain toilet, so you can use it to brush your teeth later. OTSB style. Subscribe. Aren't you glad to listen? Chris, I am so glad that I wasn't the only one thinking that Jesse wanted to recycle the porcelain yeah. toilet. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah. It's just like those things you find in gas room bath stations. Gas room bath stations? <laughs> Holy Gas fuck. station bathrooms, those little plastic things you put on the toilet to make sure your balls don't hit the water or something. Or you don't oh get my God. AIDS off a toilet seat in it's the gas station. It's a real station. good thing we're coming to the end of this because I think the collective sanity in this room is just dropping. We had way too much intelligent speech at the beginning, and it just, this is where it ends. It yep. ends with Jesse. Jesus. You just kind of hold back. I appreciate the, the recyclable boudet. Well, I think we found the title of the episode. Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> All right. How uh, uh, you guys ready for some questions? Yeah. All right. Uh, if cats and dogs are natural enemies, what would the displacer beast's unnatural enemy look like? A dog with tentacles. Next question. Hellhound. Next Hell- question. So how? <laughs> no, I actually. Oh, motherfucker! I actually think that perfectly answers mic. the question. Yeah, Hellhound yep. is great. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. How do DMs and players feel about the point buy slash standard array versus rolling stats? My longtime DM just told us that we're switching to point buy for the first time, and I feel like my race option now needs to be optimized for my character to be even viable in the early levels. My character's junk. <laughs> he didn't say that, but I'm assuming. No, he did say that. Uh, so at, I'm gonna. Add, I think I'm gonna add tone. to this. Uh, I'm gonna add to this before you guys um, um, put in your input. So point by. Oh, okay. It does say standard array. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I thought I skipped over that. So yeah, because I typically do standard array. But yeah. Yep. What do you guys? Uh, what do you guys think? Which one's your favorite? Um, it's hard. It's hard to pick like 
objectively a favorite because I think both of them have their merits. I like standard array for uh, like larger games, like more than like three players, yeah. because that ensures that your party stays on a relatively even power level. Yes. My first ever D&D character, and I think I've mentioned this on the on the show before, but like my very first ever D&D character, uh, his lowest stat was a 15. Jesus. Well, did you, what, what system was it? Roll. That was rolling. Uh, so was it the standard 46 top yeah. three highest? Yeah. No re-rolling ones or anything? Just, None. You just got fucking lucky. I got, no. It was amazing. And it, at level one, I had two 18s and I was like, this is great. This is the best thing ever. I'm having so much fun. I played him for, I played him up to level seven or eight. He was a champion fighter because as first D&D and character, be boring. He, it, it was boring as fuck, it wasn't it? It fucking sucked so bad. <laughs> oh my God. It was so boring. I hate it. Like... <laughs> It's yeah, because then, then at that point, the DM is uh, focusing a like a battle around you rather than the party. Yeah, they've got. A- I mean, I bet Ben would have ways around that, but I mean, that would be rough. Yeah, I but would- especially a fighter. Yeah. I mean, you you had you get that con one. strength. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. So you were thank you much. You were a human, weren't you? Yeah. So you got a you had uh, four feats by level eight. Like I mean, at with twenty strength. Yeah. Like that's yeah no. I thought I did good, and with my first, uh, with uh, well, with Brute, the game that uh, Ben and I played in, um, I rolled an eighteen and a sixteen in it, and then I also rolled a fifteen. So I had my con, um, and my uh, strength was twenty to start with at level three, and my charisma was sixteen. Yeah. To start at level three, like it was very good. Yeah, I think this is also like a real like misunderstanding or just re- unrealistic expectations on what good stats are. Yep. So right. I think we could t- touch that and then choose like which one go around and talk about which one we like the best. Um, I could fuck talk about that forever. <laughs> I like I like so, standard array if I have to. Yeah. Like. I, I like standard array too. Oh, well, mainly because I I enjoy DMing over playing. I like giving out standard arrays so no one feels like they got shafted. Yeah. See, it's actually mm-hmm. funny because I, I've grown to like rolling for stats, not because I hope for like super busted stats, but I generally like to like ideally I like to have mostly balanced or average stats and then one absolutely trash tier garbage bungo like out the butt stat. Uh, like I played a cleric to level 14 who had seven strength. Ah, oh, nice. That was amazing. Nice. <laughs> Heavy armor. Shit strength. <laughs> um, shit, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, uh, standard, like, expectations for stats. So, I guess the best way that I would put it, when I'm presenting it to a new player, is that, think of the numbers, uh, the stats, stat numbers 8 through 11. Those are the average, everyday person stats. Mm-hmm. 10 is completely average. 11, like, think of it in, like, school grades. An 11 is an A, a 10 is a B, C and D for 9 and 8. Yeah. And then anything above that is, like... Like, NFL football yeah. player, if your dexterity is a 14, like, you can play in the NFL. And yeah. then that's how you get, like, once you start getting into those 16, 17, 18, 18, 18. and even above, those are, like, God-tier heroic God feats of yeah. strength. Yeah. There is no one on planet Earth with an 18 strength. Yeah. No one. Not mm-hmm. a single person right now with an 18 strength. Yeah. I mean, maybe Eddie Hall. Maybe. Eddie Hall is a beast. Or, um... Oh, he's, uh, he's what's half, half, half Thor? Okay. 
Hathor Bjornsson, the mountain from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's dude. also a strong. He's man. who I based Brute on. Fair. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, so when I do like giving out the standard array. I too also prefer rolling for my stats for generally the same reason. I like to just see what I get, and I'll generally yeah. do that before I even know what I want to play, and then see what I can make fun out of, like what's given to me. And one if they're of, average or trash, I'm cool. One of these days, I want to do. Uh, I want to do it like first or like not even first edition, like AD and D style. No. Oh, top top to bottom, top to bottom. What you get's what you get. That's so. Uh, so basically, it is once you have your stats, your strength is the first one you rolled. Yeah. Your dex is the second one you rolled. They get forced in those slots, and then you have to play your character. Yeah. Top I to mean, bottom. Doing a like a one off like that, that would be kind of fun. I mm. want I want to do a whole character like that. Hmm. I'm starting to rethink my stat array, guys. <laughs> I mean, to rethink my stat array. I just we would probably roll better than the stats you gave us. That's fair. I did give you really trash. Now I when you gave I gave us you two those fifteens though. When I gave no, I gave you two fourteens. Yeah. Fourteen, fourteen, ten. Uh, yeah. 12, 12, 10. Yeah. Uh, 12, 12, 10, 10. Yeah. Yeah, they were really bad. They were really, really Wait, bad. You gave us ropes. 14, 14, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 10, 10. Yeah, they're really that bad. That is not the last ones that I got. I got 15, 15, 12, 10, 10, 10. Yeah, he, it was that, and then he changed it. Okay. Uh, so, But when I was putting out those stats, I was assuming that the game was going to be at level one. But that's not the case anymore, so I'm thinking about changing it. I might go straight 10s. Um. I didn't get the reaction I wanted out of that. Yeah, <laughs> no. Because in no, my head, I, I was like, he is definitely kidding. Yeah, he's definitely or he just doesn't want me to play at his, in his game. <laughs> no, uh, I am rethinking the Saturday. I might, you know what? Not talking about it, I might let you guys roll and see what you guys get. But would, would we do it on session zero? Yeah, of course. So that way you can't fudge oh, your dice rolls because oh, yeah, it's poor that's, etiquette. That, yeah, that's another one. That Just roll it all the way back. If you're rolling for stats, or roll for anything, roll at the fucking table. Don't roll your shit at home. It's sus. You look yeah. weird. And yeah. just imagine, like, when you are doing that and people are looking at your rolls. Like, I'm watching other people's rolls when they have to roll for something because I want to see what the fuck happens. Like, right. I want to know if this is going to be a critical hit and see if it's going to be re really awesome. Roll the so, table. Show everyone how good or bad you're so doing. So what happens in your game if somebody rolls, like, straight up, like, uh, two sixes in their set? What you, uh, like in there like okay uh, so total I, total so i mean you know what i mean like they're able to roll like they roll all four die they take out the lowest one and it adds up to six all twos okay um what i don't know i guess we'll approach that generally i usually have a rule of your minimums nine i was gonna say there's either usually a minimum rule or there's the old school rule of your stat total has to uh add up to at least i think it's like 27 or something like yeah i don't remember I don't what it I'll, is. Put, I'll put something in place but that doesn't like, yeah. i haven't seen that yeah. happen and All i've right. rolled a lot of dice. although i did i did roll a six when i was doing alex's game and he went dude i'm not gonna make you start at a six re-roll that's when i got the 18 not to uh not to detract from this very engaging subject but we should answer some more questions. Yeah, We've been on true. this one for a while. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Tabletop well, talk? Jesus. Uh, we do have uh, another listener question. I oh, shit. I save that for a second. Uh, and this one is from Alex. Oh, fuck. Uh, and his question is, so I like when music is used in tabletop games to raise the tension, stakes, and motivations for the players with an iconic song. What is the best moment you've witnessed with music involved? What is the best iconic song to use in games? Okay, uh, so I have uh, an answer for this. As far as best moment I've witnessed, it was one that I was a part of. 
uh, it was beautiful. Uh, that busted human fighter I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, big shocker with his absolutely bonkers stat array. One of the only people in my party to succeed the fear save against a dragon. Um, he succeeds the save. His turn rolls around and my DM goes, oh, hold on, I've got music. And puts on Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> I'm holding out for a hero to the end of the night. He literally, like, I used uh, I used his action surge to slam a potion into somebody else's mouth because they were dying. And then, like, threaten the dragon marching forward at it. I was just like, I am Sir Gallant, Slayer of Dragons, and I am going to fuck you up. <laughs> Just set to Bonnie Tyler. It's the greatest fucking thing I've ever been a part of. <laughs> That's great. Every time I hear that fucking song, I think of Short Circuit. I just watched that last night. Oh, man. What'd you watch it on? Was it just Amazon? I bought it. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to rent it tonight, too, because I haven't seen it for. Have you seen Short Circuit, Jesse? Uh, not in uh, yeah. decades. Short Circuit 2. John greatest Fox? bad movie to ever exist. Yeah. Ever. No. Uh, that's so that's much. great. No. Uh I love, Wait, that's I love that. with that's Johnny song. number five, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I knew what you guys were talking about. Uh, and uh, so, no, that is a great song. Good choice. Love everything about that. Yeah, it was fucking great perfect. Uh, just, do you have a favorite? Oh, yeah, WAP. Yeah, okay, thanks. Uh, Jesse's favorite song is WAP. <laughs> yeah. What else is new? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, yo, I'm he gives tabletop gut got crusher, son. <laughs> Fucks up. We really gotta get you a new name. Yeah, I, I don't like that one. It's your boy. Um, so I don't like. I've used music a, like a couple times, but it's like for thirty seconds in one session out of like yeah. ten. Right? Yeah. I don't. I'm not generally big on using music, um, mainly because I don't like to prep using music. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the best times that I have seen it used because I've also haven't played in a lot of games where music was used. Um, was uh jesse you and i went into a town and did um the kind of uh prince ali from oh my god yes we did so we come into this big city Is after bruton court yeah bruton court yeah. <laughs> yeah so so imagine this uh it was a half elf right yeah i was a half elf yeah half elf fighter half elf fighter um that has two uh hand crossbows on his hips and uh just a all around just straight up badass and then standing next to him is a uh um six foot eight 350 pound dragonborn that is uh um and we're on the back of we came in because we just stole a caravan from the bad guys yes (laughs) so we're bringing it to town and uh, we weren't sure if the bad guys were going to be in the town, so we just decided to say, hey, we're here, we got your shit. And we came in like Prince Ali. Yeah, we had a sorcerer like throwing up uh, sparkles. We had um, Court doing some kind of tricks. Um, I don't remember what I was doing. I know it was Brute dancing. was breathing fire. <laughs> and uh, the cat was jumping around or whatever. Doing, oh, she was doing a tricks and stuff yeah she yeah, was performing she was yeah she yep. was also bard uh, yeah and, and then, then the other time and, okay we did no on. and then our oh. ranger was in the back on the horse just like pissed off <laughs> <laughs> disassociated with us i'm not with them uh, it's because it was a ranger 
Um, but one of the cool, like, and it's not a song, but one of the cool uh, uh, times where I had audio in in the game was Jesse. It was your game, and we were going through this wind tornado, and you used a like strong wind sound. I thought that was really cool to set the scene. See, I uh, that's what I was gonna say is I I think sound effects oh, were yeah. better than. Um, like to set an ambiance yep. rather than music personally uh there was uh forget what it was now and i don't want to waste time looking it up down with the sickness but disturbed no uh i found a website that was just basically an interactive soundboard for tabletop games where you could oh, pick dope. uh pick a setting and then it had a list of buttons that were just basically toggled sound effects that you could stack together and turn on so like uh the example like the one i used was like uh like a busy like medieval city and you could turn on the sound of like the old like swinging shop signs, commotion, clinking like glasses, stuff like that. And you could stack it all together to make what basically effectively was like this super immersive soundscape. It actually sounds like you're, you know, walking down the street of medieval wherever the fuck place. It was uh, it was the Waterdeep, wasn't it? The there's a site for like the Waterdeep. Um, pre-written campaign yeah what's mm-hmm. it called the heist dragon heist? heist oh no it actually wasn't that oh, this, no this shit. was uh this was an entirely like t- like somebody just created this because they had that's other stuff cool. they had like space they had uh, oh, like very ships awesome. caves it if was hap- if you happen to run into that again it'd be a good thing to kind of share with everybody yeah yeah, yeah i'll fucking up. i'll probably remember what it is and by remember i mean look it so, up while i'm editing this and just <laughs> plug it in um what i usually do uh personally is uh i do like to have uh sound effects during just a soft like i don't want them doing anything more than like people forgetting they're even there except that it's a sound that's happening that um takes over the silence so that you know it helps kind of immerse them in the game is my thinking so be on the day of usually because that's when i'll have like everything down packed of how i want it I'll just jump on YouTube and YouTube will literally have like this sound, that sound, like, yeah. and it'll be like hours worth. And I will just send it to my uh, messenger on Facebook yeah, and just pull it up and then I can just pull it up and just play it through there. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's good right. shit. I All think right. we got, we got time for like one more. All right. Uh, uh, thanks again for the question. Alex from state farm. <laughs> <laughs> nice khakis, bro. If I have water walk cast on me and later on a creature drag me in the to the water <laughs> after I'm free, the water walk pull me up every round or water walk pull up only the round that is cast. <laughs> Need to know because this can kill my character. All right. Do that, <laughs> do, that, do that one more time in your normal voice, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No, sorry. Yeah. If I have water walk cast on me and later on a creature drag me in the to the water after I'm free, the water walk pull me up every round or water walk pull up only the round that is cast. Need to know because this can kill my character. XD. Znuts. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's exactly how it's written. That's fucking. That's exactly how it will be um, read. Oh okay. my goodness. Well, uh, gosh, how the fuck do I answer this other than read the spell? <laughs> so you have water walk on. You're walking on water. Creature drags you underwater. Then the water walk's gonna pull him up. I don't think that's how it works, bud. I, I think, 
You gotta swim. I don't actually like, know the text of Water Walk, so let's find out. I actually couldn't decipher what the fuck he was saying. Yeah, so imagine a spell that allows you to walk on water, and mm-hmm. then a creature is under the water and pulls you down underneath the surface. Will Water Walk pull you back up to the surface? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, it depends on how the spell works. Like, if the spell is helping you uh, so that you don't break the tension of the water, then no. But if the spell is literally making you, like, float on top of water, then yes. Uh, however, you can be, you can walk. Like, there's friction. Like, I'm pretty sure in the Bible, Jason Voorhees, when... Uh, water G- walk. This spell grants the ability to move across any liquid surface, such as water, acid, mud, snow, quicksand, or lava. Wow, I didn't actually know you could walk on lava with that. Shit. Uh, as if it were harmless, solid ground. Creatures crossing molten lava gets blah, 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 blah. Uh, if the target is submerged in liquid, this spell carries the target to the surface of the liquid at a rate of 60 feet per round. Just right there. In fucking plain English. Yeah. Who, who gets that? Uh, clerics, Jesus. druids, rangers, and sorcerers. You know what? I actually did didn't you know see, did that you, it did Did you hear anything. what I said? I did. Yeah. I'm choosing I to ignore to make it. I just sure that you guys heard me say it was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So as long as you're not, with that. as long as you're not grappled, you'll be fine. As long as you're not grappled, it'll pull you back up sixty feet. For the second, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so if you have made it this far, <laughs> somehow, if you have made it this far, we are outside the stat block. You can reach us at outsidethestatblock.com on the uh, connect with us page if you want to send in your questions, uh, word them properly. Read yeah, them word like them better than that, please. <laughs> uh, but we do appreciate Alex you sending in the question. Um, so you can send us questions at outside the stat block as well as listen to the latest episodes. You can uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Check us out on Twitter at OTS Block, Facebook at Outside the Stat Block. Yeah, and if you are happening to listen on Apple or Spotify, give us that give us that good rate. Goes Helps a long out. way. Mm-hmm. Put a lot of work into this. If you enjoy it, give us those five stars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, rate, share us, all that good stuff. It's been fun. I am Ben. I'm Chris. I am Jesse. Do you guys want to say it together this time? No. Go play pretend with your friends. <laughs> Subscribe! Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs>